Welcome to the Swim Swam Podcast. I'm your host, Coleman Hodges. Joining us today, we've got a very, very special guest. He's an Olympic champion. He's a world champion. He is the world record holder in the 50-meter freestyle and now former world record holder <laughs> in the 100-meter freestyle. We're talking to Cesar Cielo. How's it going, man? Hey, Coleman. I knew, I knew this presentation of, of my resume was coming. crazy what happened this year with the hunter freestyle all the times that we have been seen lately i mean the, the the game is just different now man we have a 17 year old going 46 so swimming swimming is, is going too crazy for me man <laughs> it's a, I, I i agree with you there too crazy for me we obviously david popovich 17 years old goes 46 86 he cracks your 13 year old world record by five one hundreds. So just right off the bat, what what was your initial reaction when you saw this? I don't know if you you were keeping up, but he went forty six the night before, right? And it's like, oh, it's on watch. And then and then he he managed to dip under the night after. So what what was your experience just seeing that result? Well, I'm gonna say that it wasn't the first time I was watching the race and knowing that the record was on the line in probably would would have been broken at that time. So uh, before in 2019, when I was watching Caleb Dressel at the World Champs and during the Olympics in 2021, uh, I mean, this record has been, you know, on a lot of people's radar uh, since, I would say, 2018. And I I, I don't know, I, I, I think it made me more prepared for this moment than I thought because I'm not, I'm going to be honest, Coleman, I'm not going to say that I was absolutely thrilled about breaking the word about Popovich breaking the record. I'm going to be honest here and say, you know, I, I knew it was going to happen eventually. And, you know, it happened different than I thought, to be honest. I thought there, there somebody's going to break it at the world record at the, at the world championships or maybe at the Olympic games. And I honestly think if it wasn't for the, the COVID, I think Dressel would have had a better shot in 2020 because he was just on his a game in 2019 i think if it wasn't for the pandemic i think he will he would have broken that record i mean in 20 at, at the olympic games so i mean the the covid gave me a little more room to breathe but i knew it was coming i mean i was talking to to brad the other day and we were talking about when we broke the record in 2009 and now, like, we, we were talking about all the names that could break the record. And it's almost like putting up a, an entire final of great swimmers. Like, you have Caleb Dressel, you have Kyle Chalmers, you have Kolesnikov, you have Popovich. You have so many great guys that could just go under the record that, I mean, it was going to happen. I honestly didn't know it was going to happen at the, at the Europeans, like, a two months after the, or a month after the, the world championships, because I thought Popovich was going to be at the very best, at his very best at the world champs. But I didn't get to see the race. I saw the results. I was doing an event for my, for my institute here and doing the, you know, a bunch of social projects here and all. And so I got to see the splits and I got to see the time. 
And I think the toughest part for me was that I was on deck with the kids and my face went like, oh, he broke it. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> but it's it's different than a race. That's that's where I'm trying to get to. It's it's not like it's not the feeling of losing your race. Like like I said, I, I wasn't super thrilled about it, but I wasn't sad, too. I mean, I was kind of prepared. And at the same time, it's not like I lost something. It doesn't feel like you lose something. I don't know. I've always had this relationship with records where it's part of the game and it's more like what each generation or each, you know, each year, what we can see, like how fast swimmers can go. I don't see the same as a battle for the gold medal. Like it's not like somebody, you know, taking the gold medal. You have to see it, you know, in second or third place. It's not definitely not the same feeling. I mean, so I, I wasn't sad. And uh, but for Popovich, I mean, it uh, it was funny because it brought the, the emotions that I had back in Rome, especially because, I mean, it was, it's so poetic. I mean, it had to be in the same pool. It's crazy how it works. And I remember that the, the memories I had that day and how great it is to break a world record. And I was very excited to see, you know, a young, talented, I mean, different type of swimmer just breaking the record with so much ahead of him. I mean, this is he's just getting started. So it's uh it's it's crazy and awesome to see where we are at the Hunter Freestyle right now. And I was thinking about it because uh, you know, I wasn't sad or anything, but I know a lot of people are mad, like the names I said before. I don't think those guys are happy, man. I mean, they were trying so hard to get it, and then the 17-year-old comes along and take it. And I know I know it's going to be for us as swimming fans, it's going to be a great next two or three years of awesome fighting for the Hunter Freestyle. No kidding. I mean, there's just so many big names out there right now, like you said. So I'm I'm curious if you have any thoughts or opinions about why that world record did stand as long as it did, because, as you mentioned, there were so many people. They got so close, right? Like James Magnuson, Cam McAvoy, yes. Caleb Dressel, Kolejnik, you know, all these guys were like knocking on the door, 47 low, 47 one, Kyle Chalmers, right? Why Why do you think it took the, the, as long as it did for someone to, to get that extra 10th and to go on dip under 4691? I think we, we have to talk about a lot of different factors, Coleman. I mean, one of one of the factors, yeah, and you brought up Magnuson at 47.10 back in 2012. Uh, McAvoy, 2014, he was 47.0. I mean, awesome swimmers. And I think, you know, when it comes to big meets like the Olympic Games or World Championships, I don't think people realize how much we are concerned about touching first more than the world record. Of course, we're going to put the best performance we can. But I would say that for, well, at least this is just me, but like I would say like 99% of swimmers would say they would take the gold medal in a world championships or Olympic games over the world record. Because it means like for that year and for that specific moment, you were the very best swimmer. I mean, a world record can be, you can break that at an state championship. You can break that at a Brazilian nationals, US nationals. It doesn't matter. And to become a, a world champion or Olympic champion, you have only one shot. And I felt like most of those great swimmers that we, we were talking about, 
they did the right thing, in my opinion, which is just leaving everything, you know, their very best for the finals of the World Championships or the Olympic Games. But then the stakes are too high. It's it's people don't realize how hard it is to put up your very best performance at a final of you know of a meet like this. It's it's too much. And I feel like Dresso had it before. And I was even talking to my to my former coach, to Scott Goodrich, and I was like, man, like with my experience from reaching that level and trying to sustain that result, I almost like I feel like for most consumers, and this is something that we don't talk to don't talk much about it. There's a certain point where you're gonna reach that level and it's gonna get harder and harder because you're gonna get more famous, you're gonna get sponsorships. So we talk about like sustaining success is too hard because you become the target. But there's also this commitment side to the to the sponsors, to even to politics. I mean, everything you do starts to involve politicians too. You go to a place, you know, there's a thousand messages involving charities and people asking you to do stuff. And you, you know, you go do like a you're gonna launch like a public pool in some city, and then there's all this event with politicians and all. And people don't realize how hard it is after you get to to a certain level with your image. And once Caleb tried in 2019, I was like, man, I honestly thought I was like, man, 2020 is going to be his, his moment because after that, he's going to have five or six gold medals from the Olympics. I was like, he's going to be the next, the next Michael Phelps. He's going to have so much on his hands. Like it's going to be so crazy to train as much as he could and to, you know, do everything he needs to with his sponsors that it's going to get harder because he's the target and also because he has a lot more to take care of. And uh, we'll see how Popovich goes now with uh, with his star status that, that he has, because this is something new. This is something that I, you know, I, I believe most of the, the big names in sports have to learn as things go. But I, I mean, we could say that this kind of, uh, you know, things that you have to deal with and like being a big swimmer, being a big name swimmer kind of play a role too. I mean, if you go back to, to Magnussen in Australia, I mean, he was such a big name there. I mean, he had even a nickname for the newspapers and all. And I really, I, I almost feel like, you know, for your very best performance, you got to try it at a nationals us. I mean, at, at trials for world champs, trials for the Olympics, because when it comes to those big meets, I mean, it's hard because you want to win, you want to give your best performance. But with that much on the table, I think this is why the, the, the record stood for so long, because, because of that. Because the swimmers were just focusing on, on becoming the very best at their event uh, when it mattered. And it, it's just hard, man. I mean, getting ready for a finals of the World Championships, I mean, just imagine, like, you were like in a in a call room. You see Chalmers nowadays. You see Dresso. You see all those guys. I mean, you're not worried about the world record. You gotta beat those guys first because they. I mean, it's crazy. So I feel like you know that the game has has been tougher that those last ten years. And we we can talk about different things too. But I feel like they, you know everybody has been there. You know, it's just and everybody could go under the record to be honest i feel like magnuson had the, the talent to do it McAvoy did it uh everybody could but anyway it comes to details it comes to you know seizing you know the the moment and doing it at the right time 
and Popovich can now rest easy that he's done it, but I'm pretty sure he knows his adversaries are going to come hard next year to, to get their record back. I I don't doubt that. I'm excited to see him go up against some of those bests. So you you that was really great insight, especially for where we're at with world swimming right now, and especially for one of these swimmers, Caleb Dressel, right? We saw him pull out of the world championships right before that hundred free final. Um, and you gave great context as to a reason that might be we we haven't spoken with Caleb and we don't know the specifics, but did you have a reaction to seeing that news, especially knowing what you know about the pressure and the hype you get after winning a gold or in Caleb's case, after winning five gold medals at an Olympics? Yeah, yeah it's hard, man. I mean, for us, we get curious. We want to know what's happening, but uh, I mean, being ha- have had this I mean I already had something like that in my career too and, and it's much harder for him I'm pretty sure just going at you know at that stage and being ready to go and then all of a sudden you have something that takes you out it doesn't matter if it is something mental or physical it's it's something that takes you out of the game and man I uh, I know how 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 hard it is mentally to just have put so much work on on something then all of a sudden it's it's not gonna happen. So, uh, whatever he he has to go through to go to go back, I'm just cheering for him to to find the energy and motivation to challenge the record now. Because, I mean, in my opinion, he already had it inside of inside of him, and I, I feel like this could be you know a great fire that that starts building even more because he has a, a great front end. 100 free speed and I, I feel like he could use that to 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 go deeper and to go lower in the into the 465 range and uh it's it's tough man and when it comes to to reaching that level i mean we're talking about not even one in a billion we're talking about one in every 10 years which is what caleb has has done it's uh, everything he does you know gets our attention and we want to know and he's gonna be you know the guy to watch and that's the cost of being of being great and uh i just wishing the very best i wish him uh you know uh, best of luck to go back with motivation and ready to go because i mean this is this is just great for the sport if he comes back it's great for us we we, we want to see a great fight we want to see a great swimmer doing what he does best and uh and uh, we'll see how it goes, man. I mean, it's it's hard to talk about something that you don't know because we 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 don't know what's what's happening. But as far as uh, I can say, is just wishing the, the very best because I'm looking forward to to the fight with with Chalmers and then Popovich in the future. I I've got my fingers crossed for that one too. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't. I cannot wait to see that battle. So so back to Popovich. Um, Again, 17 years old, he's he's a string bean, right? He's got he's lean, he's tall. Uh, you do you work with a lot of kids, you do a lot of clinics and a lot of stroke work. Um, and obviously you you were the, the very best of the best in the sprinting world for a long time. Is there something you see in David's stroke or how he approaches the races that stands out to you? I think the scary part, to be honest, Coleman, this is the most scary part. I mean, he has so much room to improve. It's crazy, man. I mean, 
just from his start, his starts alone. I mean, it, it feels like he, it, it's not. I'm not saying his start is bad by any means, but I'm saying he could get so much more power and be so much more explosive in the future. You know, just working maybe a little harder in the gym or or just growing. I mean, the guy is 17. So he, he's going to be stronger. He's going to have a body structure that's going to be different in two or three years. And just by that alone, I mean, we, we can say he's going to gain some time from the, his start and from his walls because he's just going to be more powerful just, just by that. So watching him swim, it's crazy how much he floats. Like his body posture is amazing. I mean, it's just, it's just like straight line. It feels like he has no resistance during the stroke. He's just on top of the surface, just doing his own thing. And it just seems, I mean, effortless. And and I know how hard the greats work to make it look easy. And and he does it. I mean, you look at it, you're just like, I want to swim like him. Like, like it's that easy. It's like watching, you know, those great guys from the NBA. It's just like, yeah, I'm going to play basketball in my backyard like them. It's like, no, you're not. Like, they work very hard to make look that easy. And uh, and his kicking, I think, is a little bit underrated, man. We talk so much about his stroke, about the efficiency of his stroke, which is, I mean, off the charts. But I, I'm not going to say his kicking is the, the most powerful, but, man, it's just – it's, it, the harmony between his stroke is amazing. That's what I'm going to say. So the kicking is just there doing, you know, exactly what it's supposed to do and supporting the body position, generating, you know, propulsion and, and everything that he needs to do in both ways, down and up with, with his speed. You see, like, it's – his kicking is, is pretty interesting too, the way the way it makes his body just moves. So it's – uh, I mean, he – He's doing a clinic for us. I mean, every time we watch 100 free, it's a class for everybody to watch. And it should be interesting to see how his body develops in the next years to see how much more powerful he, he could get. All right. So I have to, on that note, I have to ask you to play the prediction game because he he mentioned 45, right? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think a 45-second 100 freestyle is possible? Oh yeah, I think so. I think so. I we 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 have to see how things develop in the next years because that's what I was talking to with Brad the other day. I was like, we I, we felt like we said we had a standard from two thousand and nine until now, which was attacking the race more, and especially the Australians, they start to develop that that strategy where you take the first fifty way easier. And you have to come, you have to finish the race strong. So instead of going 22-0, 25-0 to go a 47, they prefer to go a 23-3 and a 23-7. And it's it's they try to double up the race. So it's uh we, we gotta see how how it goes in the future. For Popovich specifically, we have to see how much he gets, I mean, from his starts and from his wobbles in the future, because we're talking about something that could affect the entire pool. I mean, if, if you have a, a higher front end speed from the start, I mean, this is you're gonna take that speed all the way to the other side of the pool. So it's just it's not just getting a better start, but something that involves and you know has an impact to the entire pool. And the same for the turn. If he gets a better turn and more powerful underwater, he's gonna carry that momentum all the way to the finish. 
So we're talking about something that is not just uh, 15 or 20 100s faster in the 15 meter line, but something that can affect the entire pool. And uh, I mean, we 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 are going to start talking about 23 back half. Uh, I mean, the, it's it's just here. I mean, he's doing 24 zeros, 24 ones all the time, and 23 nine is gonna happen fast, you know, quicker than we think. And I think Chalmers is going to get on that train too. We're going to see Chalmers come, you know, finishing the race in a 23-8, 23-9 next year. And this is a new standard. I mean, like I was saying, I was talking to Brad, it was like the standard from 2009 till now was you got to attack the race. Because me, Fred, Bernard, we used to have this strategy of attacking the race fast in the first 50. And now it's very clear that there's a new strategy, a new standard. And it works. So you have to take care of the back half. And we're going to see maybe even, I mean, the other swimmers, they have to, you know, uh, take that into account. They really, you know, uh, think about their races because it might be even better. I mean, we're talking about Caleb going 22-3 on his feet. What if he goes 22-6 and just saves a ton of energy? What, what's going to happen? We don't know. He, he's going to have to, I mean, all, all of the, everybody has to rethink they're swimming now because there's a new standard that works. And 45 is a little bit too much right now. It seems like, I don't know, Popovich is crazy. He might drop a 45 in two years. But it seems like the way to do it is too much right now. So you have to go out in 22 low. You have to finish the race in 23. It's uh, It seems a little bit too much. But I would say that a 46-5 is, is within their reach. I think they have the talent, they have the skills, they have the tools to go a 46-5. And I think we're going to see it next year. I, I, I love that explanation. I love that reasoning. Um, I'm definitely with you that 46-5 seems very within reach. I was doing the math in my head today earlier about like, 45 like yeah it's like you have to be out in 22 back in 23 it's like is that possible and, <laughs> <laughs> um like you said you know the generations kind of build on themselves and it, it's it's baby steps but uh it seems it seems like we could get there maybe a little sooner than we thought so it uh i'm gonna go back to something else you said breaking a world record is almost easier, you know, if you're doing it at a nationals or if you're doing yeah. it at a lower pressure meet is, do you feel like it takes a different mentality or do you feel like your mentality shifting or is there a certain mindset that works when you're like, okay, I'm going for this world record now, you know, I don't have to worry about a world title or an Olympic gold and I can go for this. Well, when it, when it comes to those, um, let's call it the smaller meets compared to the final world champs and i had the opportunity to do it that's my experience coleman i mean i broke the record in the 100 and the finals of the world championships and i broke the 50 meter record in the brazilian nationals and i can tell you from my experience i mean the mindset and the thoughts that i had were completely different i mean before the 100 freestyle in rome man like i I was shaking. I was scared to death. I was thinking about Bernard. I was thinking about Freddie. I was thinking about so much that, that could go wrong, so much that could happen. And it, uh, my focus was I, I got to put up my best race because I want to win. 
because I want to touch first. I'm not, of course, I wanted the world record. And of course, those swimmers are going to put up their very best performance. They want their best time every time. But there's so much involved at, at, at a stage like this that it's it's it gets a little bit out of hand. I mean, you're more nervous than you are for Popovich, especially at a Romanian Nationals. I mean, when it comes to Romanian Nationals, he can focus on his race. I mean, there's nobody that can do it. There's nobody that can challenge him at all. So that happened to me in Brazil too. When I went to, when I when I went to try the the fifty meter the fifty meter freestyle, I re I remember looking at the pole and being like, you know, it's me against myself. I, there, I mean, the pool is ready for me. I don't have to worry about anybody else. It's just how can I put up the, the very best performance? How can I deliver my very best? And I, you don't even look to the to your sides. You know, you just, you just dive in. You do your own thing. And at the World Championships, at least from my experience, you're more aware of many different things. And I feel like this is more comfortable to put up your very best performance when it comes to those, uh, you know, national competitions or even state championships or whatever you're participating in. You have more time to to relax. You have more time to really think about the race. You know, it's easier. Everything comes, you know, easier for you. And that's why I think, you know, our best times when it comes to, you know, <laughs> looking at world records and all, those meets are our best bet because then it's not like they, you know, the swimmers are not worried about the world record, but they're worried about a lot more. And we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I mean, next year there's the the trials, the Aussie trials for the the, the world championships, the American trials for the, the world championships. And I feel like Chalmers and Dressel, we want to respond as fast as they as they can. I mean, they 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 they're not gonna wait for the world championships to come, to come around. They 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 want to respond that. And I felt like that was what we had back in two thousand eight or two thousand nine. Like looking at Eamon Sullivan breaking the world record at the at the Australian trials. Then Bernard broke at, at Europeans, and it was like it was like a game between them, just like sending messages. And I feel like this is the game between those three now, and. Uh, I mean, we are lucky enough to to be able to watch, and we we'll see how it goes. But uh, honestly, like if I see a final with those three guys plus Kolesnikov plus you know some other guy that might be ready to to swim as fast, I I'm not looking at the world record between them. Like I I I couldn't care less if the scoreboard just said one two three. Because I'm interested in their fight, I'm interested in their race to watch the technique to see how, who is going to control their, you know, their mind before the race. There's a lot more involved, and it's just watching that specific moment. So that this is why I think it's easier to do it, you know, the world record in those meets. But I mean, with those three together, I don't know, man. We might see a three-guy race that goes under 40 you might go one of them might go 46 six and be a bronze medalist so this is how crazy things are in, right now that that would be crazy to see 46 six for bronze yeah Whew. um so on on the note of of your world records what you know one's gone down now how how much longer do you think the other one has when do you, when do you see this 50 going down if you do yeah 
I'm going to call Caleb really quick here and just ask him. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, honestly, come on. I, I think he has the record already, to be honest. I think he, the, the schedule that he has been swimming is very hard, man. I mean, to do that, that double of the 53, 100 fly, at the, prelim, at the semifinals, he has to see the 100 fly before the 53. So I, I believe if it wasn't for his schedule, he would have broken already. I, I believe he, he already has inside of him. If he does focus now for some reason, he's like, okay, I, I just want to do the 53 and, you know, the, the release. If he gets like, a, I'm going to come back easy next year, just the 53, I'm getting ready for the Olympics. So I'm just doing one event. He might go at 20.7. I think I, I think he has the capability to go even maybe under that. But he 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 needs his legs to be fresh, man. I think that's that's the a main point for him because he he he's swimming too much at the world championships, especially for a sprinter. We get tired easily. And when it comes to the 53, it's like his eleventh time swimming. I don't know how many races he's done before with all the mix of relays and men's relays and all. So I think he has the record inside of him. If he focuses on the 50 alone, uh, it's done deal. I'm going to be sitting here and be like, okay, it's over. Like I'm sending him a letter congratulating him because before the race, because I know he's going to break it. But I mean, I, I, he's so talented that he wants to win everything. So we'll see what, what he chooses to do next and how he's going to work on his schedule. And, and we'll, we'll see how fast he goes. But, I believe it's uh, he, he needs to if he wants to do it like the 53 and the 100 fly, you know, double race day. It's too hard. It's too hard. He he might do it. I think he has the capability of going 20.9 or 20.82 with with those the events. But if he focus only on the 50, we we might see something even more special. Well, I can't argue with that. Uh, <laughs> Cesar, I, I appreciate you taking the time. I know you've got a jet, but it's it's great talking to you as always. Any parting thoughts before we sign off today? No, I, I well, I'm going to say this, Coleman. I hope everybody takes those comments as positive as they can, because uh, I mean, this is, comes from this comes from a, a person that loves swimming. I always said I'm never going to retire being a swimmer. You know, I'm not going to be a high performance swimmer anymore, but I'm going to be a swimmer for life. And it's it has been so much fun to to stay, you know, around the pool, stay around swimming even though I'm not competing anymore and watching those those amazing talents, you know, just racing together in in the perspective of going at 45 in a 100 freestyle is just so exciting. So uh, I wish, you know, those those three, Chalmers, Popovich, and Dressel, best of luck. We we are excited to see, you You know, those three go their very best and be at their very best too so we can see this amazing gladiators race. And uh, we'll see, man. We'll see, we'll see what the future holds for, you know, for her first swimming. It's, it's exciting to have, you know, such a such – a, you know, a gener such a generation that has great talent in our sprinters because, you know, and when it comes to getting the media media's attention and people's attention, the 50 and 100 free get a little more. And it's amazing to see a 17-year-old bringing, you know, the entire world to their feet in this race next year. So uh, thank you again. Thank you again for the, for the interview. And uh, 
We'll, we'll talk some more. Maybe when they when they go 45-9. <laughs> Dude, yeah, absolutely. We'll, we'll, we will definitely talk on that day. <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to the Swim Swam podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take Swim Swam podcast on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.